is Monday, May 11th. Welcome, everyone, to Living Room Sports Talk here. Macaulay, Zach Rothenberger, Chad Catcherbone here. Like I said, I'm, you know, I'm just trying to retweet you here real quick here, Chad, and get everything fired up. A little technical difficulties this is Monday. I feel like it's almost like we need to have like a like the five o'clock, like the five minute start. You know what I mean? Like on our, show, I feel like every Monday we're always like five to six minutes late. Like, just, and it's really, it's really nobody's fault. It's always like some type of technology. I always feel like fizzles out and like. It's just like the, the, the you know the five minute like it's like the LA crowd you know the, the I don't know yeah it's like it's like technology still hung over from the weekend the, exactly <laughs> the the Dodger the Dodger crowd yeah exactly it's the Dod it's the it's the OBX gonna, Dodger crowd yeah <laughs> show, show up in the third leave in the seventh yeah, yeah exactly dude by the way that traffic's no joke that was horrible <laughs> going to a game there I mean I, I remember I like landed in LA it was like five thirty the stadium was seven miles away and I didn't even get there for first pitch against the Phillies ironically enough yeah was it the one oh five is that what it is or the uh the five the five yeah the five, the five. yeah 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 that's what it's called it, it yeah was, <laughs> gridlock fun stuff right. but um but all right it's been a fun so we got a fun show for you so we're obviously recap uh the last dance uh Monday night football crew is out generally I probably shouldn't say that without much cheer but I, I'm just I'm over them we'll get to it I'm not let me just before I do like my little <sighs> like sigh like thing i'll just i'll save it um okay right all right so like i said last dance was great sports was back that was great um and and by the way it's awful jerry slur you know passing away uh but we'll we're gonna drop the gloves hard on that chad later i can't wait for that um you know tell a little tv chatter uh but like i said great show but you know as always let's let's get back to the old roots of a, of a monday with a little clickbait cleanup so uh chad or zach let's see the bat lead off this time <laughs> yeah um my clickbait. So just remind you that this clickbait ignited early Sunday morning, maybe at like 1 a.m. after uh, both my my guys lost uh, controversially <laughs> in UFC. So I was extremely irritated. So I fired away on Twitter, which to all my hundred followers out there, I'm pretty <laughs> so, uh, so PFF posted that you know, teams most likely to have the number one pick in next year's draft. Like first off, we're only what two three weeks removed from the NFL draft. Like, can we just settle down for a little bit? Um, yeah. And and not only that, but like the five teams they listed, it was the Chargers, the Jags, the Giants, which like obviously that that's what ignited my Twitter rage. Um, the Bengals and the <laughs> Dolphins. So like, first off, I don't think the Chargers are in that conversation. I don't think the Giants are. I don't think Miami is either. Like, you're gonna have the Jags and, and Bengals, okay? Like, you, did you forget about the Jets? Like, just because they got some. I, I can't I can't swear just because they got some wide receiver I was literally just real quick I was thinking about that the other day like we almost need to have like a bet going because we've all been good none of us have actually yeah. done it yet like yeah. you know it's gonna slip out like yeah like we, we need to do like survivor or something with that but anyway sorry not to interrupt y'all like, I was like I love Becton okay yeah good but Mims is, needs a lot of work and he's you're gonna throw him to be your number one wide receiver like what Sam Darnold's not that good Adam Gase is not a good head coach like you're, you forgot about the Jets is what I'm getting at what about the Redskins? What about the Bears? The Lions? Like, there's four Definitely teams. the right Bears. There. There's four teams right there you could throw in there. But no, let's throw the Giants, the Chargers, and the Dolphins. Like, whatever. I'm over <laughs> it. As you can tell, it's a Monday. I'm irritated. Clickbait. I've, I've never seen this animated on a Monday. <laughs> hey, this, this one struck home. Like I said, I was already mad with the UFC fight results. And then this just, like, poked the bear at 1 a.m. on Sunday morning. It's, it's not, not needed. No, it's, li- no. it's like writing an art. It's like doing a blog post, like after the reception of a wedding, like which groomsmen or bridesmaids most likely to get married next? Like what? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know. who cares? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's yeah. That's that point. But you know, it, it, well, and let me ask you though, would you take that? 
Gettleman would be gone. No. So <laughs> no. No, because we've only we've had it's been so bad. The would last you rather go eight and eight or have that? I'd rather go eight and eight. That's all right. That's, that's like kissing your sister going eight and eight, but I'd rather be go eight and eight. It, I hope I hope some we got some Giants fans like on the chats and I didn't even fix my camera here. Look at that. Um you know, I mean, I don't know, like because you're you can get Trevor Lawrence. Because maybe that'd yeah, be Daniel Jones that was, is the guy though. So what if he's not though? At least you would figure that out. That's better than going like eight and eight, and then you're like, well, like now he really needs to take the next step, and then he just like kind of keeps tweeting around. You know what I mean? I made a juicy bet with a with a Giants fan today. Ooh, did you tell? I actually didn't tell you guys either of you to this. No, I'm excited. I'm all yours. So uh, it's a it's a round of golf winner. The other one wears um, the opposing quarterback's jersey to the Thursday night game um, this year at the link, as long as there's fans. That could be kind of fun. Yeah, and then if there is, we do a little social distancing party. Yeah, if there's no fans, it's just wherever you're watching, whoever you're watching with. You got to rock the like. So I'll have to wear Daniel Jones if I lose the match. Okay, was was this Fitz by chance? It's not Fitz. Fitz does not have a Daniel Jones jersey because he doesn't believe in his own team. <laughs> oh, hold on. Can we can we like watch this golf match? Zach, could we, maybe we'll play like behind them. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah we, we should we could play behind it and uh, it can be kind of like the mini, like the match. It can be Chad versus uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> and then we'll be it's, we'll uh, be the backup. We'll be the by the way, hold on. We gotta get Kate. Well, we got to give Caden yeah, Sal two and five. He just subscribed, or they, they subscribed. Yeah, I was thinking because you said, man, I'm thinking yeah. he in my head. They subscribed. That's all right. Let's go. Hey, we got to give him some oh, love yeah. here. Much Thank love. Thank you. Yeah. Look at that. Thank you. Appreciate it, Caden. Appreciate it. There we go. And um, all right. So it's that point. Let's. So the Giants are, I don't know, Chad. I like it's that. I just feel like eight and eight's not what you're looking for. Like, this is one of those things where like you need the jolt or like the drop. Like, it's it, eight and eight's not what you're looking for. That's not progress, in my opinion. Like that, that just makes me. It's like you're like a TV show oh, at that point. That pro- I don't really it's like progress for them. Are you kidding? Yeah. No, but it's yeah. not. That's not real progress. No, but over the last. No, no, no. Let me let me say it, but it would be progress for us. Give, give me a second. Let me let me add like one caveat in there. Like you have a new coach, right? It's not like Pat Shermer's like some like young coach that you're like you see it all like up the line. You're like no eight and eight with like a team that wasn't that good. Or whatever. No, like you're supposed to be getting a guy that can pump some life into this team. Yeah, and pumping some life, gaining them three wins. That's that's, that's not that's a life. lot of life in the NFL. That's mediocrity. But yeah, they were they were below mediocrity before that for a long I'm, time. My point, I'm basically my point is I'm saying you need to see something. That's kind of more of the same of what you've been seeing. All right, let's all right. This is not the giant sports hour. Come on, let's let's oh can let's, it be? Do you want it to be? No, I'm just no, no, no. It's like I mean, you I see just, like, I'm, 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 I'm like all the Philadelphia people just drop. I'm seriously, like, it's back, like a, I'm seriously backing them up here, man. Like if the Redskins go eight and eight or, or the Giants go eight and eight, for them that is a leap. Yeah, that's a leap right now. I, I hate to say it. I mean, of course, like I, I go in every season optimistic that we're going to be like a playoff team, you know, which I think we have the opportunity to. That's you know, but yeah, I hate to say it, but eight and eight would be would be an improvement for us. Sadly, I, not and then Kane says nine wins in the chat. I love I, that nine wins. Yeah, I you know I can. Nine's different. You, if you have a winning season, I just think that's different. If that makes sense, like, like nine, I can I could work with eight. No good. I'm not on the right. I, I, let's rephrase right. Like if you go eight, eight, nine, seven, all exact. I I just see two different things here. But like right, right it well, just let's it tastes it different. 
Let's right, like a medium well steak and a medium steak tastes a little different. Let's phrase it this way. With the new NFL, eight and eight might get you in the playoffs. So how are you feeling then? Yeah, I'm fine Not with that. the NFC. I, I just think it's too – like, you can – like, think of it this way, right? Like we said, oh, we've seen it before. No, we really haven't because every team that's ever done that was a division winner, right? Like, there are no wild card teams are slipping at eight and eight. Yeah, <laughs> the Rams didn't added, get in last yeah, year. They, they, added, they add another slot. Yeah, but my point is like, okay, so who would have gotten in? The Rams, who went what eleven and five last year? So like, what, like you still got to be good. Like it's one spot. Like there's always one person. Like look at you guys. The year you were ten and six and you missed the playoffs. You guys were filthy that year. And I remember thinking like the nine and seven Panthers are getting in, but not you guys. But, and like, no, but that, but that, but just to go off that point, like twenty eighteen, the Eagles made it at nine and seven. So the next team would have been eight and eight. Like we just barely made it in at nine and seven last year. You're yeah. saying. No, 2018, when we beat the Bears. We made it in at 9-7, and seven, and we just barely made it in because the Bears beat the Vikings in the last game of the season. All right, but that's – okay, you know, have you also heard of broken clocks right twice a day? Like, name me another time where it happened. Like, it well, doesn't really okay. – like, It does happen. <laughs> what do you mean? Having that slot – Go do your thing. Do your, This is your MJ moment, like, to, to go and, like, go find the – Yeah, I know you will. Go find the games, Texans. I, I – like, I want it. No, prove it. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I just, I think more often than not, those are division winners, and that like the wild card is still pretty damn competitive. It's just one spot. I don't know. All right. Well, I'll tell, all right. Look, I'll go. I'll shuffle it up. Let's go a little basketball chatter, right? Hey, yeah. And, well, and Chad, this finish, is. You want to finish up CBC, or or are we hopping off that? No, I, that's what I meant. My mine's mine's basketball related. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah no, no. So it's, and, and Chad, I was actually going to say that point. I this is not planned. Like, and Zach, you're witness. Like. Mm-hmm. So I my my thing is the Zion Williamson uh like just whole thing about like the 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 I, Chad I almost mean you, you like just debrief me more on this because like I read it I read it but like it's this it's just more the same it's the whole someone maybe took money back in the day one of the star recruits da 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 it's I don't care he's off he's making millions of dollars for the Pelicans what difference does make at this point like and 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 that's actually coming from a guy who's like not really on like the oh well let's like have athletes get paid in in college like. Um, but I'm still like, just, like, just let it go at that point. Like, like, just it's almost like, like finding out after someone graduated that someone cheated on the test. It's like, well, they got their diploma at this point. It's over. Like, you know, it's mm-hmm. like he went on. He went on, like, if like, and I said this to you guys as we were jumping on the show. I feel like if if it's one of those things where like, you know, he gets to school like his freshman year, and there's like someone with a suitcase full of cash. Like, okay, that's one thing. Right. And or, or like, or like, right. It's like a scene out of like the Sopranos and they're like sliding something like under the table, like when they're getting recruited. Like, that's a whole nother <laughs> thing. But like, once they're off, they're on their way, they're making millions. And, and you know, it's like, just like, let it go. Like, I don't know. I, like, and we don't have to like sit around here and, and you know, no, bring I, around that. If you guys disagree, I just think the whole topic in general, it's just, it's like, it's, it's, it's way story. past. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not a story. Yeah. And, and they do this to athletes no matter what sport every year. There's like several that pop up and it's like, all right, cool. Then it gets brushed under the rug. I mean, like, over. didn't Reggie Bush lose his, uh, his uh, Heisman trophy over this? Like, and it was just like, he was already in the league at that point. It was just like, mm-hmm. what does that really accomplish? Like, what are you trying to prove at that point? It's already yeah. gone. And I just don't really look at it the same way as like, oh, well, like, you know, would you say that about the Astros? Like cheating? Like years later are coming out? No, no. I mean, like, it's just different. different. Like, yeah. Yeah. That, that's like the integrity of the game. Like, you know. Exactly. Yeah, it's different. Chad? Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm deep into this. this uh, Wild card thing? Wild card thing, yes. Yeah. Yes, I love it. No, I, I'm <laughs> all, all in for research. this. 
And the longer he goes, I like that. That Jack, it's like a bet for me. It's like like it's like you taking the under. There's just no points being scored, like quarter to quarter. It's like <laughs> that's true. Silence I really, is a good thing. I, I'm just trying to think of like all my Packers anxiety, like your last like 15 years, and been like, ever was there ever a point where I'm like, well, we're nine and seven, but we're gonna get in. And besides the year that they, I think they went like eight, seven and one or something, and got in when they won the division with the with the cop mm-hmm. touchdown. Soldier Field, but anyway, yeah. Um, all right, yeah, all right, but uh, Chad, what well, do you want to do yours real quick? Why say a little hiatus? Yeah, before... yeah, so mine, um, mine was, um, this, this post, Washington Post, um, they tweeted out an article with the headline, The pandemic has reminded us we don't need more sports in our lives, and I really truly believe that they got exactly what they were looking for out of that because oh, yeah. it, it just blew up. Like everyone was roasting them, which I almost feel like that's what they wanted because they, you know, that, they got clicks. They got everything they needed out of that. And if it wasn't, they got but, more than what they wanted. <laughs> yeah. yeah, But like, just beyond that, like if you're being serious with that article, what, like, where are you getting your information? And what are you basing it off of? Because literally everybody is extremely upset that we don't have sports right now. We're watching whatever we can. Uh, people are staying up to watch. Think how many people baseball. are suffering like financially like, out of it, right? Yeah, like, like, I mean, like you talk about whether it's someone a vendor or right, or just an Uber driver that would normally be taking people to a game. Like, like, right, like there's so many layers and that's like yeah. the start of like our emotion. Like that's mm. just the beginning. I'm just like trying to peel them off. Like it's, it's crazy, dude. Like, it's absolute craziness. So um, that's that's where mine came into play, uh, just because I think that's a little bit a little bit insane. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a trickle down effect, like you said, Karen. It affects even like the Uber and the Lyft drivers taking people to the game. Like it affects so much, like tourism money to, to different cities. I mean, it's a lot. It's it's, it's a huge. There's a huge impact. And yeah. our Sakiba Master is a good point, right? Like it's it's just the title alone, right? You're just screaming. Yeah, <laughs> you're screaming for that. Like it's it's. It is like lighting a grenade and just rolling it onto the like dance floor and just watching the like it just explode. Like it's just right, like that's or like a stink bomb. That was kind yeah, of yeah, like, like, like Chad was saying, like that was a weird kind of I don't even know where I was going with that, but all right, so, Karen, I got your stats for you. Oh boy, wow, going the last 10 the last 10 years sure. to the 2010 season, eight wins gets you a playoff uh spot in the NFC four times. The last 10 years in the last 10 years. 40%. Wait, right. yeah. so in the last 10 years, four teams have gotten in with eight wins. You're saying in general or just in the wild no, card? No, no, no. This extra wild card would, would have gotten in four teams with eight wins. In the wild card spot. Yeah, in that last wild card spot. That's such a <laughs> that's such a weird number. Like, come on, like you gotta it's like if 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 someone said there's a 40% chance of rain, like if you want rain, like you don't feel good about that. But like if you don't want rain, you still don't feel good about that. Like it's I, I know. I'm just saying you know, it's, it's like I don't know. Like if I said, oh, back, oh, I got a 40 more percent chance of making the playoffs. It's like, yeah, that sound that sounds fun saying it like that, but that's a good stat. I like that Priscilla. That is a good stat. Chad stats. <laughs> Listen, if you if you if you gave a Giants fan Caddy stats is that you know we'll do something like that. If you if Caddy you gave stats. a giant if you gave a Giants fan a thirty percent chance to make the playoffs going into the year right now, I think they would take it. I really think they would. Because you like you're not even saying playoffs the last four, four seasons or three. 
Yeah, I think we only made it like once in the last seven seasons. <laughs> well, also what I like about just that whole thing real quick is that like with do, adding one team, people might say, oh, that takes less out of the regular season. Well, not really because you still – now you really need to win your conference in the regular season to get that by. Like, it makes it more competitive. And then, But then it gets really interesting, right, because then whoever survives that week, it's like then everyone just turns – it's almost like to that one team. It's like, yeah, you've been just sitting around. Like <laughs> – well, think about it too. It's also for like the top two seeds in that conference because now only the number one seed gets the buy instead. Yeah, of the one exactly. Two. Like it really gives incentive to like really win. Like really, I, I wasn't win. I wasn't really in favor for it at first, but now like once you think about it, let it soak in. Like I, I kind of like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. it's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, and now let me ask you. All right, so let's kind of spin it right. So sports hasn't been around, but I would also argue that like. The last dance has helped us out a good bit, you know, getting through that and whatnot. And yeah, were the last were the episodes seven and eight, I guess, last night to for anyone watching it, you know, in the order it's been released, were those the best episodes? I, I think I yeah. thought they were incredible. I think so, too. but I I kind of think I kind of just think every every time that I watch it, it it's just it, it's getting better and better. But I think that's just because we're seeing more and more about him just fighting through to win like in the beginning we saw him fight through how to win that first championship then like the next two were kind of just like they were doing what they were doing before now we're again seeing him fight through stuff to get back to that championship level again um which is was just wild but i also think more than just jordan dude like it kind of sucks for pippen like he's just getting aired out in this Mm -hmm. show um although like a lot of the stuff that he did is is warranted like i i am not kidding if jordan or lebron pulled the stunt that he pulled in that playoff game nobody would have any respect for either one of those two no so that was i I couldn't believe i saw that happen i didn't know that i didn't know that happened i i knew about i i forgot about it i knew it happened at one point in time like, but I, let me rephrase. I didn't know the magnitude. I just had heard like, oh, there was a play where Scottie Pippen didn't get the ball when Jordan wasn't there, and it was an important game, and 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 he sat out in the last like a couple seconds. That's all like, I kind of heard. That was it. So I was like, oh, that's that's the moment, you know? Yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> Think about yeah. that. Could you imagine? Oh, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not going back in. Imagine being the, the <laughs> teammate. Imagine being a player in that game, and you're like, oh, you're not coming in. What? I love how Phil Jackson yeah. handled it too. It was just like the hell with them. Like, He's like all right, person. screw it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I it's my, my biggest takeaway is that, like, I guess I'll spin it kind of off what you were saying, Chad, with, like, just what it took to win. And I actually really, you know, I look at it, I, I kind of find it interesting that I thought today's game and, and that game, like, the way to win was probably going to be a different road, and it really isn't. You know, there's always mm-hmm. those teams that are right always on the cusp to, like, nip at your heels, and, like, you know, I always would – I guess, actually, you know – this is where I would say it's different, actually. Let me let me just completely contradict myself. Um, right, I there was different teams every year, kind of. Okay, the Bulls were the constant, but like they were they were they were a damn good constant. Like they they had a fight tooth and nail to stay as the constant. Now it just kind of feels like preseason injuries, like whatever. Like uh, the same four teams. Like I I just don't feel like you're just like well the Bulls have Michael, so they'll be there. Like that was probably what you would have said in '97, right? Like you know and. I thought it was cool. We saw the yeah. Sonics. We saw the Jazz. We saw the uh, the Lakers. We saw um, the the Son- wait that Sonics, Suns, Jazz, Lakers, and Trailblazers. Like yeah. you saw, like everyone at the West take a shot at them. 
and stars mm-hmm. on these guys, right? Charles Barkley on the Suns, Gary Payton on the Sonics, Stockton Malone on the Jazz, which I cannot wait for those episodes next week. Those are going to be so good. Oh, they're going to be right? great. Magic with the Lakers. Like, I mean, oh, I, yeah, it was. He 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 took down every single enemy in his in his path. Yeah, not to mention the role. East was like the bad boy. Like he slayed all the. I guess that's why I just stare. He's like a movie. Like it really is like a movie. You're just like, and and uh, well, Zach, I'm rambling. You got something? No, I was say that that just not to go back to my hatred towards my hatred, my disgruntledness towards LeBron. It's like think about like back then it was like you had a plethora of teams that you had a, you had a fuel a corn maze to get to the to the final where you're fighting through so much right now it's like to your point you have four teams that you know are going to be there it's like why bother playing the playoffs because you already know who's going to be there yeah right and even that nets team guys think about that they ended up winning a ring a couple years later like yeah. that 18 nets team that was my first thought i was like seeing like like those names like mm-hmm. kendall Mar- i was like whoa 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 yeah. like you know yeah you know what's another talk- go ahead jeff well so i thought another thing that was really cool was because everyone would just get all over him about switching to baseball and i always kind of sat there and i'm like dude like for not playing baseball since college like hitting 200 is in double a is like pretty good um so then i thought it was cool for them to explain that he had to go to double a because of the press um which with anyone that knows baseball knows that you don't just go double a anyway so like I, i was always kind of something that i always was wondering if that was just like because he was mj they put him in double a or what so that was cool figuring that out. And then also for, for Jerry to sit there and be like, yeah, for him to hit 200, like that was pretty damn incredible. And if he would have stuck with this sport, I I assume he would have made it to the majors. So like he had the vindication from baseball that he just – he was doing things that you, you don't see. Like you can't just come – you can't just come play baseball. That's but I was going to say to Phil Chatham, we're talking about MJ's like, like he's, oh, sorry. I was just MJ's, MJ's who, Michael Jordan is who we're talking about is his whole life was a movie. I was just like, his whole life is incredible. It's like, Chad, you're right. Like, I believe it. Zach, don't you? Like if he's like, and I, that was actually, you know, it's funny, Chad, I didn't even think about, I didn't even put that in my notes for the show tonight. That was one of the takeaways. I, I never, if you had said to me, like, why did Michael Jordan stop playing baseball? I would have been like, I don't know. I just think he realized he was better oh, at basketball. Lockout? Yeah, I know. I yeah, that, I know that that's either. crazy. That's almost like God stepping in and just saying, yeah, like, hey, you M- got to go back to basketball." M- the MLB really messed up there. <laughs> really messed up. Oh, I know. <laughs> also, also, I will say this is one thing where I was kind of like, like uh, maybe patting LeBron on the back a little bit was figuring out that he just kept going to practice while he was technically a baseball player. Like we, we probably if LeBron pulled that move. We probably would get on him for that and be like, are you kidding? He retired. And now oh, he's yeah. Now he's hanging around. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. At least we yeah. can admit that we're biased. Like, yeah. So no, but, I'll, I'll, I'll give him a brownie point like that he can use later when he messes up. I felt like that was like that couple that, you know, is going to get married and like they had broken up after being like together for a while. And then it's like, oh, do you know, they're hanging out like at that party again i'm like oh they're gonna still get back together in like a weekend like and that's that that was kind of what i feel like jordan was with the bulls you know what i mean like it was yeah. you know and and just seeing um just seeing the i don't know like to me it's you're right chad like to, the way he had a fight to get back and like i don't like just some of those things like you, it's just like when he's like and i had to flip it back to 23 and just boom like mm-hmm. it is like magical like in a sense like it's, it's kind of like cheesy and juvenile as that sounds but like it's it's really like he like he was um 
like just, I don't know, just larger than life. I, I like Art Bradley's comment. I like seeing how Jordan's team was still a contender when he left. That's such a great point. Cause I was wondering the same thing too, how they would fare the, that year without him. And yeah, they, they were still a contender. But I feel like Steve Kerr's point was really good in that. It, like, cause he basically said, look, like it kind of honestly reminded me of like a college football team that like kind of the next year after a coach leaves still has a good season because they have all the recruits intact. But like, mm-hmm. um, right. Cause he even basically said, he was like, you're right there. What are you sneezing? <laughs> no, I'm trying to get my, I thought it'd be like a noise. Did you hear that noise? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah. I was blowing on the charger. Oh, <laughs> um, I always wonder if that was a little bit of like an, a Jordan after effect, like because think about like the intensity right. in that. Like we like, gotta pick it up. Like and Phil Jackson said, like there's roles to be had, and like yeah. and I guess my point is like they basically said the next year nothing went right, and they were basically they were what like thirty. 30- one and 34 34 and 31 like like yeah yeah yeah, they were really like very pedestrian so it was like and he basically said yeah that was all gone at that point like (laughs) and i think right that's what's kind of theatrical about the whole thing it's like mg comes back and it's like everyone kind of like oh yeah scotty was way easier on us it's like well that's what you gotta you got an easier effort like you got that second place you guys scored up by the next like he was the whip that like got the horse to the finish line. Like he really was. Oh, well, you well you saw his comments that Jordan would make him practice, like calling everyone. Yeah, like dude, and, like, how, he, he, he did fights. not let up on anyone. Worst guy on that team, best guy on the yeah. team. Like, and and that was obviously like to that point. That was one of my favorite quotes in the entire show is when he said, "Like I didn't ask anyone to do something that I already wasn't doing." Yeah, you and, know that. Like, <laughs> and like he picked on that uh, Burrell for like the whole season. But, like, if you notice in the one playoff game or in the finals, I think he had, like, 20-some points at Burrell Kid. Mm-hmm. And he was a rookie, I think. But, like, what MJ would really I admire is, like, he had an eye for talent. Like, he could tell – like, he would pick on you because he knew that you could – like, you had that – this talent in you to, to go, like, a step further. Like, he didn't do it because he was trying to be, like, the top dog. He did it because he wanted to, to groom you and help get, make you better. And, and so yeah, I'm, I'm, Oh, go ahead. So, I was just going to say the one comment he made – where he said um, it was along the along the same area or in the same area where he said uh, he doesn't gonna he's not gonna have anyone do something that he wouldn't do was he said he was doing all this because he wanted to win, but he wanted also everyone else to enjoy the winning with him. Yeah. So like that right there is just like that meant a lot too. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Well, I was going to say, it's funny because I was looking at our Bradley 43's comment. I love this, saying that Jordan's trash talk was amazing. And and to add to that, I, the one thing that just like hit me last night was like, truly, not that we're revengeful people or like everyone, right, fantasizes about getting revenge at some point. You can't help it. It's in your brain. That's why we can all relate to it. And I just kind of was thinking, I was like, who was better at getting revenge than Michael Jordan? Like, yeah. he, he did it better than like, we could like, like, when we watch like the Sopranos or like any kind of like mobster movie, like, Oh man, they're so going to get him. Like mm. he did that better than like anyone could. Like he went after the person, like, like, like someone snubbed him. Okay. I'll just like, like I will just, and the thing is he'd call it too. It wouldn't even just be like, okay. And then like afterwards he was like, yeah, I was pissed. It's like, he'd say before the game, like, oh, I'm going to give that guy the business. And like, and then he would. <laughs> did he make up a story too about the one player? Like the one rookie? Yeah, that from- was, that was the rookie from the uh, the bullets game. The, the, the bullets, bullets, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Back, on a back to back, just trashed them the second night out. That was awesome. Wait, I was, 
Yeah. He Go just ahead. Scored, what thirty six points in, in the first in the first half. He, he said, yeah, like thirty five, thirty seven against the Bulls at the United Center, and then he's like, yeah, he said he was going to match that, and he scored thirty six in the first half of the next game. Well, and then also the 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 whole BJ Armstrong thing. Oh yeah, where that was where the revenge BJ, episode. BJ went off, and then like I mean I I think they kind of hyped up the whole part that Jordan went off the next game scoring. But I don't know if you guys kind of heard in the middle of all that. BJ Armstrong had two points. Oh that yeah, means, like it was horrible. He just yeah. he clamped him down defensively as yeah. well. He he shot like what was it was horrible. His stat line was atrocious. Like yeah. yeah. So that's another thing. So Chad, you bring up with his, with his defense like, shutting him down. Did you guys watch the the All Star Game rerun the '98 All Star Game before the episodes last night? You know, I did, and I didn't really mean to. And I and I actually made a joke earlier in the day that I had no interest in watching that, but like then it just kind of was on, and I just it was. Go yeah, ahead, but like, I, but I going, back, going, no, but going back was like Jordan's defense. Like he doesn't let up. No that was a good was, game. Yeah, no matter if it was an all star like, game. All right, hold on, like. Yeah, and uh, what I thought was cool was uh, Magic Johnson was saying that he was talking to Michael about saying asking him to stay in the league for a year or two because Kobe, like for, for someone to Kobe to look up to. And I, I, Wait, I missed that. that. Yeah, they, they interviewed Magic and they were saying, he's like, yeah, I talked to Michael today. I'm really hoping that he stays, you know, another Wait, year during the so. game? Like before they interviewed Magic Johnson during the All-Star game because he wasn't he – was So this, had not, this wasn't on the last dance. This was just and on this that was, This was the All-Star game before this was – Oh, my – wait, all right, before. what happened? Yeah, so they interviewed Magic Johnson and Magic Johnson was like, yeah, I talked to Michael, you know, yesterday and again today about that I really hope that he stays in. Uh, you know, in the NBA the next year or two. So that way, like, he can help. So Kobe has someone to look up to, and he can kind of groom Kobe. You know, I thought that was really cool. That's uh, – and he did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, look at – yeah, exactly. Now look, look at it, you know. And then, and then how about how about those pickup games at the Space Jam oh. arena? When I die, like, and if you can, like, go off into, like, any, like, portal or anywhere, like, that's the first place I'm going is the Space Jam bubble. That yeah. was and even watching how he shot it and stuff like that was so cool. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was really. I, 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 that's just another thing that you, I had no idea. That was really, really awesome. Yeah, they said he would film at what 7 a.m. and then he'd be done and then he would play basketball till like 10 or 11 at night. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he wasn't and human. His, and, his, and his lunch, his lunch was a two hour workout in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. That, I think it's cool yeah. that Warner Brothers made that whole place for him, like with the equipment, the basketball, like they built that for him. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so for for Iris Tequila Astro, they did it. They touched upon it last night, um, in part of the episode, like kind of how they shot Space Jam and and you know what went into that at Warner Brothers. And yeah, so Zach, yeah, like to your point, they built this giant dome with with like, and it was almost cool how he was just like, "Am I gonna have a place to work out?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, you're taking care." Of <laughs> that was awesome and it was this giant it almost looked like uh like the bubble eagles practicing you know what i mean like yeah. and it was just like this giant <laughs> yeah. like little like dome it was his own basketball court his own like personal gym in there and that's where he basically lived like if he wasn't shooting in the movie and then like they showed like him in the like, it was cool because like this is gonna sound like such a bad comment like weird like comment to make but it's like when I was watching them, like kind of like all the little green screen, like folks like tackling them, like pretending to be like the like the little aliens, I'm thinking like, oh, that's right, they weren't real. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because like, it's just like it felt like he did such a good job acting in that movie. Oh yeah, yeah. No. So, I feel like I have to go watch it again. 
I know. No, I know. Well, and, and, and there was one other point I was going to make in there. Um, it was about MJ's dad. That's it. That whole story. No, I, you know, I, to the, I, yeah, let's actually, I didn't have that in my notes, but like, I just always thought his dad died of like a heart attack or stroke. I don't know why. Yeah. Like, I, like, I just thought I'd heard that he'd like gotten sick and died or something. So like, I, like, I don't know where, um, but no, like, and that's the thing. It's just, that's horrible. I mean, it, it's like, cause right. You see his mom, like that was the thing I felt was kind of vexing about the whole thing. Cause I thought like his mom looks pretty young. Like did his dad have like cancer or something like that? That's what I kept thinking. Like, cause I knew his dad had passed, but like, and I, like I said, I, you know, I thought it was pretty disgusting how the media was trying to paint it as like something with Michael Jordan's gambling. Oh, that it was yeah. like a, you know, something suspicious activity type deal. Well, yeah, it, like, so that, that really threw me through through a loop because I'm thinking about it, like, they're trying to connect the dots. But in real, in like, you think about it in retrospect, the dots were his dad died and he looked up to his dad for everything in basketball. So, like, th- it's literally the correlation's right there. You're not, you're missing everything else by adding in all these other pieces. Mm-hmm. Well, my takeaway was, <laughs> I was like, wow, so clickbait, existed before there were clicks like yeah wow. <laughs> yeah like, right <laughs> like espn was still blowing the smoke like that was actually really my takeaway and and, and and to fill a chat and so his dad i guess like just for to to give a very brief version he went down to north carolina and he took a nap in like a parking lot i guess his, he got robbed at gunpoint got shot um and killed yeah, like, like, he was tired yeah yeah, and like, and then people kind of like started to pretend like, oh, maybe it was because Michael Jordan had gambling problems and blah blah blah, blah like you know, and and stuff like that. Um, wait, Caden thinks that, huh? Wait, it's a bold take. It's a bold take. I, I don't see it. It's really not that personally. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I was. It was. I don't even know if I was born at that point. So like, I think I, I was like three. So like, my my input on it is probably the furthest from from you know. I don't know. Yeah, what do you guys say? Well, let's let me talk about. Hey, let's talk about it. I mean, I, I, I it, it's a great point, Kate. I mean, I, I could see it. I could abs- Unfortunately, I could see that being a thing. And and as it played out, it kind of seemed a little bit more realistic that that could have been it. But I'm not gonna. I don't want to like. It does. It does. It makes sense. But but, uh, but would, would Jordan have? Would Jordan have a debt that he? No, like, that's what I say. He has like unlimited money. Like there, like that's. And then, so furthermore, it's like if if he did have a debt that he absolutely couldn't pay, like wouldn't more stuff have happened than just his dad dying? Mm-hmm. Like if he didn't have the money before, why, how would he have gotten the money after that to pay this guy? Yeah, no, I I agree. I I hate to think that that could have been it, but I mean, and yeah, like Kate saying, he wasn't a parking lot; he was pulled over on the side of the road near a creek, which. Yeah, it leads me to think that there was absolutely some type of foul play involved. I, I hope it wasn't didn't have anything to do with MJ's gambling, but I mean, I don't. Well, there's a lot of very this, dirty, nasty people out there that would do something like that. Because I'll, I'll, that. I'll add, I'll add this twist at least for my input. I felt like the only thing I didn't really get any clarification was like, what was he doing down there? Like, what was he doing down in North Carolina? Wasn't he up because they said, Oh, where MJ went, he went. So, like, MJ wasn't in North Carolina. So, like, what was he doing there? And just no one knew, like, heard it from him for like a second. Like, I guess I was like waiting for like, well, they said, they said he, they said he would go down there. I forget what the reasoning for him going down there was, but they said it was very common for him to go down there. 
Okay, well then, um, okay, there you go. See, that, that's, that's, I'll shut up because that's, that's, yeah. no, that's seriously what I was looking for. I was about to say, like, I didn't know if there was a reason or not. Yeah, no, I think, I think whatever he was doing down there was, was pretty normal that he just, he just never made it back this time. Yeah. So, um, but I don't, I don't know. I, I just, I think like, there's two, I think Chad probably, I think I, you're know, I, I, I feel is, like there's too much. Is Jeremy, is Jeremy Roenick or Wayne Gretzky taken out? MJ's dad like what? I don't know man I don't think so like I I guess my thought is like there's he's you know the one thing they kind of hammered in that documentary race that he's larger than life and that he's basically had like everyone following him all the time everywhere like for is like if there were cracks like it would it, the, the dam would have broke because there's too many people banging on them like you know what I mean looking for him like yeah. if there was a crack, someone would have found it and busted through and broke the dam. Like I, I guess that's my point. I feel like there's too much, especially with like the internet now, and like that. Like it, like I feel like more just like it just kind of never. Like unless we sit there next week and they're like, oh, more came out, and it's like, oh, all right, hold on, let's hear more about this. But if that's kind of where it just lives and dies because I was obviously too young to remember. Then like I, I just, like, I, I personally don't see it. But I can like another- Another thing is like so Jordan's right dad there. dies. You have you have to imagine you have to imagine the investigation's pretty pretty lengthy, right? Mm-hmm. So like right, yeah, like it would like, be pretty it would be pretty easy to spot if like Jordan was in some trouble with people and this is what happened. Right, like I guess that's my point. It's not like one of us doing something. No one knows who we are. No one cares who we are. Like it's yeah, like it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's Jordan's dad. <laughs> right, exactly. Like it's that's what I think. Like I, I don't know. I just it it's um. Yeah. It's. I yeah. wonder if that. Oh, go ahead, Zach. We got. No, I, was like, I just. I keep telling. I. I just hope that that wasn't the reason why. You know, who knows? It's something. Something's very fishy with it. Um, but yeah, you would think, like to your point, you would think that Jordan would go into authorities or, or fessed up or or something. I, I don't know. So it just seems far fetched. I. I. I feel like maybe there's something more than like just the oh he took a nap. That does seem kind of weird. And to that point, no, but like, because in the chat's talking about his that, car, I was explaining being... that he, they're explaining that he takes a nap. Like this, everything that happened in this trip was routine. He was like, he was getting tired. He would always take naps during this, this thing, um, or this trip. And then this time when he took a nap, he ended up dying. Like, <laughs> so, uh, I mean, yeah, there's definitely foul playing. Chuckle after that. <laughs> I... Well, because. I don't know. It's just no. Like I know you're. You're basically. You're, you're, know, you're not laughing at the play. point you die. You're laughing at the point that right. Like it's. It's kind of a shut book case. Right. Yeah. So. So. All right. But anyway. All right. Let's take a look at this. So. Alto, we are. Let's. Let's table the. Let's table the Alex. So. I'll even give you guys some homework. So. I saw a very good documentary this weekend. That Alex Smith Project Eleven one. Whew. It's about 45 minutes, but if you want to like just really be thankful for like just life and what you have and like your limbs and your day-to-day life, I mean, my God, like what that guy's gone through and what he went through with that whole thing with that surgery. But we'll pause it. We can pause it. We can table it. We can, yeah, I saw the pictures, but I'm, I'm I'm digging for the for the actual length. I can <laughs> I can hook you up with it tonight because I can hook you up with my uh Xfinity login. Oh, perfect. Hey, Thanks. so there you go. So all right, so to that point, homework for the boys. We'll watch it tonight. I already watched it, but you know, I'm interested to hear feedback. And we'll come back. There'll be a little, little, little plug segment for tomorrow. Um, because we got a fight, Chad. 
Get your, you got your, uh, you got your gloves laced up, ready to go. Yeah, and and I, I, I seriously to start this off, I hung in there all day on this pole. So you did. You just coming, you, you just coming out here and saying that my that that what I like that yours was so far you right. You did hang in there, but okay. But to that point, you said you were winning, and I, I let's still put back. This was right before I, I took. A, this is right before the show. Look at that. I didn't even put the screenshot up. Let's look at that. That's really good, Karen. Nice job. You know what? Why don't we just go take a look? I'm just gonna go over to Twitter. You know what? This is a really it's good that, spot for us to that, plug our social. That 26, 26 votes. I'll plug our social media right here on Twitch. So then if anyone wants to follow us on Twitter, they can follow us right now. Look at the poll today, which if they see it, I'm, I'm disappointed in myself. I, you know, it's funny. There's times when I'm producing this and I, I can feel to my gut like there's something I forgot to do. And this was one of those days. And and, and sure enough, it was. So, all right, poll today. Um, we're reading through. Wow, yeah, yeah, you're actually you're you're. It's getting tighter, Chad. Like this thing's not. Yeah, it, I know. It's fun. Saying, it's fun. I I didn't realize there's a king of queens cult, but he okay. Played, um, he played a hell of a role in that show. Hell I'm not saying role. he didn't, but all right, all right. Let's all right. Let's slow down. <laughs> I, I hate when I do this. When I'm like, we're already like three fourths of the way through the set. Like you idiot. Like <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no, like no one has no idea like what we're even talking about at this point. So let's let's turn the clocks back. Um, all right, right. So, on a, all right, on a sad note, obviously, Jerry Stiller passing away, agent, but at least 92 natural causes lived a hell of a great life. Amazing actor, just talked about movies, TV shows like Zoolander, he's been out. Like, there's so many. I mean, right, I, I could sit here and, and, and you know, read through his like, ca- like cast list of all the different things he's done over the decades, but I think, right, everyone can appreciate it. I think to that point, everyone knows a role he's played in that they love, and yeah. it's different, which is makes it, I mean, makes it kind of cool. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. It's that point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I would argue so, that maybe so. Okay. Go ahead. No, say Caden's asking what what's the poll. So yeah. So it's that point. So I I guess I'm I'm rambling on my story. So the poll of the day was so Chad and I started talking about Jerry Stiller's acting career. I personally, Chad said that his best dad role was Arthur Spooner and King of Queens. I disagreed, and I said that he's better in Frank Costanza uh, as Frank Costanza in Seinfeld. So our poll of the day was what father role figure does Jerry Stiller play better? Um, is it Arthur Spooner in King of Queens or uh, Frank Costanza in Seinfeld? And this is the part where I'm supposed to pull up that graphic. I'll even pull up the blank page for you because I'm an idiot. Uh, so you can see what I messed up and didn't do correctly. So you know what? Should we build something live? Should I? Nah. I... Well, we won't, we won't build well, live. But... What's the percentages? So the percentages, let me go over the Twitter page real quick on this. Topic. So <laughs> Frank invented um, Festivus in case closed. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> well, it's almost like we need to like opening statements. So 53, all right. So about 54% right now are at Frank, Frank Costanza. Yeah. And 46% are at, at Arthur Spooner. I'll give you that chat. I, I didn't think that I didn't think the Spooner crew would, like, would, would show up, but, but here they are. Do you want to go first? Go for it. Yeah. I just, I really just think that like, like you could, you could take. Uh, no, I don't want to say you could take him out of Seinfeld because he still does play a role there. It's like I just think he served so much per- more purpose on King of Queens. Like he was in, if not every episode, almost every episode, especially when like because he lives there. Um, and it, like I just, you see more of him, you see more of his character, um, and he just, I don't know, he plays a bigger role. So I thought that. Seinfeld's the greater show, obviously, but in King of Queens, he just did more. So I think that, he, like, I don't know. I think Barstool is blowing up that his role in Seinfeld was the best dad role of all time. And I'm thinking, 
I don't know because I think his role in well, they were King correct. The better was a better role than his role in Seinfeld. All right. The way I look at it, Zach. Oh, you. Know, I want your input before I go. Or do you want me? Should I make my? Let me actually. I'll go well, and then I'll let you. I'll say, I have a very both shows. I have a small input. So I don't know if you just want to squeeze me in. So we. Yeah, please, please. <laughs> I, I kind of agree. I mean, I think yeah, Seinfeld was the better show, in my opinion. I didn't really watch both that much, but from the, I probably watched both the same amount. And to Chad's point, he's in Camp Queens. He's more active. He's more active in that show. So like I feel like if you talk about playing a better role, I kind of lean towards King of Queens. Even though Seinfeld, he might have been more of a his role in Seinfeld might have been more like iconic, just say. All right, I'll I'll fix this moment for everybody <laughs> and just you know, I guess everyone needs an education lesson. That's fine. Okay, so uh does Arthur is there any Arthur Spooner days or anything like that? Any holidays related to Arthur Spooner that like you actually think like December 23rd, Arthur's no, 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 that's Bestivus. That's him. Like the chat says it right. Like it, it, hold on. Like it, it's actually tough for me to argue this in a sense, because there's so many things I want to say, like whether it's serenity now, like I have in the background right now, uh, he, it, in a sense, epitomizes, first of all, like the, the time he fights with Elaine at the police station when George's bootleg in the movie or the, or the feats of strength here in Festivus, he it's, it's almost like, an amazing seasoning that goes on a piece of food and you're like, well, you don't have to put it on. Like, it's like, no, but that's what makes it pop. That's what makes it go. Like his interact. George, like you think about how funny in Seinfeld George's interaction is with his parents. That's him. Like he's the one that drives that. And you know, it's that point. Like it's, it's, I mean, okay. So he's not every single episode. That's cause like to your point, the show was so good. They had so many reoccurring characters. You didn't need him in every single episode because there were different storylines in a 30 minute sitcom that they didn't build out. I don't think King of Queens is like the funniest show ever. So to that point, I'm like, well, they didn't really have that many supporting characters were that good. So like, to, in my opinion, so I feel like, yeah, he needed, he, it's almost like, it's almost like if you said it, it would, this is, all right, I got it. This is actually going to come full circle. I think that it's almost like your argument that Scotty Pippen on the Rockets was better than like Scotty Pippen on the Bulls. Cause it was like, he was the, he was the guy down there or whatever. I'm like, well, no, no, like it just because he was the guy doesn't make it that better. Like, his role in Seinfeld's perfect. I don't know, because I, I, wow, I, 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 I think I think I think I I think you can compare that to Horace Grant more so than Scott. Oh no, no! Yeah, the Bulls were the better team. That's that's where Horace got his name, and he got his his rings so you know what like Seinfeld the better show and, and all the accolades right there but then he goes to the he goes to the magic and they said even they said last night he became a star okay but uh, all right fine to that point goes I would say King, hey Horace where were, your, where were your glory years at where were the good times at he'd goes, be like Chicago where I won the rings and he's the star and and looking back on it, if he said okay Horace you have to pick between playing your only career for the Bulls or only your career for the magic who you think he's picking I mean, right? Like, Bulls, come on, that, that analogy's sour. No, no good. Again, you're going back to what's the better, what's the better of the two shows. But I'm saying he made, like, he made, like, I'm basically saying he, he is a reason why though. that is one of the best shows ever. Though, like, it's not like, he oh, is. it's the best show ever, and he was just a part of it for the ride. Yeah. Like, so he was just there. The question was what best role, best father role, father role. Him playing with he's George. way more active in King of Queens. Every father to son relationship. The funny thing is, like, I like no one. 
no one's gonna sit here and say that like that their fathers were like frank costanza right that's almost what makes his character so funny but like at the same point but also the reverse effect and we'll all be like this hopefully someday as fathers like there's like i don't even know I, the point is i was actually trying to sit here and think about like what what is it that like we all like all of us as guys as fathers or whatever like kind of have that he has it's like those things where he's just sitting there he's like uh it's a place to be like you know with the mice like little like those little quirks he was just so damn good with it i don't know yeah i don't know i think you're just obsessed with seinfeld so. well i am obsessed with seinfeld no absolutely i i, I yeah yeah no well is all right let me let, let's spend we're missing we're missing sports so of course i'm gonna get defensive over 90 sitcoms it happens it happens let's look at the chat though let's talk a little, little mlb season chad yeah um so i agree with that with uh with who's that dark sage um I agree with what he's saying there. Um, the 82 game proposal seems like it's going to be what we're going to go into with a lot more uh, divisional opponent games, but it's not going to be the same divisions. Um, we're switching that up a little bit, which is going to be kind of cool, I guess, to see, um, you know, teams play different teams this year. Um, and yeah, I mean, 82 games is, is is a lot more than than I realistically thought we were going to get when this first started. So um, I don't think it would even be smart to try to squeeze in 162 or anywhere close to that because the two options are one going later in the year and on the East Coast, we're just you're, you're like it's not it's not going to be fun playing a World Series in in November uh, at Yankee Stadium or something like that. Like that's just that's not going to be enjoyable. Right. Um. So keeping it to, to 82 where they can kind of just play out the year as, as it would normally play out um, from here on out, starting in July. Um, I, I think that's the most sensible thing that they could have done. Um, let me, um, let me so, throw this at yeah. you because here's my, my biggest concern real quick. And Zach, uh, please give me some optimism. I, I don't know. Maybe you won't. What happens when like, and Joe and I were talking about this, uh, you know, before the show, it was like, we were talking more about football, but it was just like, what happens if somebody gets it like, on the team? It's over. You're done. Like, it's all over. Like, it's almost like the Utah Jazz, Oklahoma City Thunder, March 11th, all over again. Like, it's like, oh, so what happens? Everyone's going to so, get it, which means that they all. What do you I mean don't you think, don't think so? Because so? that's why, like, we have all the testing and all that stuff readily. Like, I think that's what happened with UFC. Yeah, but that antibody right? testing, got... it was like 0.7% but, tested. But you don't the... have to, but they can literally just get tested normally every day it doesn't have to be the antibody test like, I guess that's like, like what UFC, happens like when UFC. someone has it though yeah what chad's saying with the ufc yeah like the ufc they figured out that their guy had it and they they didn't let him or his trainers enter the premises and he wasn't allowed to fight but what happens if like it's just like i guess my point is it's still i guess you're right i guess the only difference is i'm just more not trying to be like a math guy here, but I'd almost be like, okay, two guys exchanging blows in the ring with like a couple of training staff here and there that only really follows that one guy around. So you can really kind of lock it down. It's the different than a major league baseball team with, with staff training staff, uh, like, right. Like it's just a lot of people around where like, it just might, it might have, I don't know. That's just my thought. I, I just think that they would have to crank down on, on regulations where they would just, if that did happen, they would just have to, which they're probably already going to do is test the players literally every day or take their temperature temperatures every day, whatever they're going to do. And uh, just monitor it closely. And, and like, 
in, in even like the UFC fighters, they have a, a large team around them as well. Not as much as baseball, but still it's, it's similar, just a little bit smaller, I would say. So I, I, but I, here's the thing. I don't think you can use uh, sound logic for anything involving coronavirus, to be completely honest, because uh, I don't even understand what happened with the UFC this weekend. And I don't think Joe Rogan got it either because he kind of, you know, made his own joke about it. Um, when they first went on live air for the pay-per-view portion of the fights, um, they were all standing right next to each other. And the reason they were doing that was because everyone in the UFC, everyone involved in the UFC was tested. So anyone that was still there came up negative. Okay. So they were next to were They were able to be next to each other because they knew they were all negative, but then the UFC required them to announce in different sections of the ring. So they couldn't be next to each other announcing. And I saw like every other person had masks on. So right, no. I don't, I, I'm so very confused by all these rules because if you're negative, and you know you're negative. Well, it's just taking precautions. Why, why do you need the mask? Yeah. It's, I and mean, why do you need to be like, more than not? six feet apart? Like, like you, you had you had people in the because, ring because you could touch a chair in there that has it on. Like you don't know. Yourself. Like and you don't know. That's and that's I guess actually to my point and and, and what Caden's saying in the chat too because like I feel like all it takes right is okay everyone can be fine one day and then the next day not and most likely not but what ha- it's over. If one team just gets like three people with it, it's a wrap. Like, and then it's like, well, what happens if that team can't? Like, because basically, you need to go on with this. Like, either you have like a backup base plan, which I don't, I can't even imagine one. So you're basically saying, whenever we eventually decide to push this little ship out and sail with no fans in the stands, and like we're gonna try to make this work, like the hybrid method. There's like there's no lifeboats, there's no life preservers. Like if that thing gets a hole in it, it's gonna sink. And like there's sharks, there's cannonballs flying out there in the sea. So it's like. You better figure out like a very, very strong. I mean, I'm going with analysis, think, but, right. but I think the whole, I think the whole point of this, like, I don't think, like, again, I think we're fine. I, cause we all know, and the numbers are backing us up day by day is that unless you have something wrong with you health wise, you're not going to die and you're not going to come close to dying. And quite honestly, you're going to get over this. So no, cause listen, these precautions are putting in place. These guys are going to be able to go play baseball go home, play baseball, go home, play baseball, go home, go on the road, play baseball, come home, play baseball. Like all they're doing is going home and playing baseball. So unless they live with their nine-year-old grandmother, like they're, they're not going to get someone sick that's going to die. So I don't think anything's going to shut this down. We're, we are so far along at this I know, point I'm not, that once we open back up, I guess my fear is I'm just saying what happens if we just go a little bit too early here and then it's just this the whole, like, right like we're not going too early yeah. here like we're, we're we're July is way beyond when most of the states are going to open up besides maybe New York and New Jersey because they were the two highest hit portions of the I guess I'm just scared that I'm I'm in my mindset I'm just like are we going to get football please tell me we're going to get football like that's oh, where we're I'm gonna at. So, so but, I don't know. But further, these but monsters started to move, though. Like I'm like, wow. Would you look at that? We're already halfway through May. Like March no, took forever. Think, April think, was slower. I think well, we're go for so it. Wait, far wait. ahead. It's it's. I think we're so far ahead. It's going to be like this this Korean league. They're just gonna they're gonna push forward and treat it like any other business. Like when you go back to work, yeah. or when we go back to work, 
if your associate gets Corona, they're going to tell that associate to stay home for two weeks and not come to work. So yeah. the same thing, the MLB, if someone gets coronavirus, okay, take two weeks off. You're not going to play baseball. You're going to sit at home. Yeah. Just limit the environment you're in. So yeah, me, I, I, I think that's where we're headed. Let me ask you this then, because I actually had this as a talking point in the beginning of the show. We never got to it. Um, and I, I actually honestly forgot about it. it, it but what, what game needs the fans the most? I mean, is it football, obviously? Like, where it's just yeah, like basketball, it's, basketball will be okay because they, they play music regardless. Right. Um, Hockey, you can kind of get the camera angles into the boards. Like, you don't see a ton of crowd interaction in a hockey game anyway. Yeah. Now, like, you, you put the goal horn on when they score. Been, this has been another question I, I've wondered is, do you think that um, – Leagues will allow and teams will 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 pump their stadiums with with crowd volume. Just or like is that going to be is that going to be frowned upon? I don't know. I feel like that could be. Uh, I feel like the league could be like, all right, set it to this decibel level the whole time. But you know that you know there's going to be teams that do something to finick to make yeah. it a little bit louder. Like I feel like they just got a candy oh. idea. Yeah, because like because like the because yeah. the Seahawks will just. Blast as loud as they can. I was about to say, like, like, I'm pretty sure they pump noise in their stadium. Like, I saw the speakers, like, on the field, like, before the end. Like, I'm not even saying, like, I think they're cheating, guys. No, I I mean, like, I'm pretty sure, like, everyone does it at this point. I don't think it's really, like, Mm -hmm. that much of a secret. And it doesn't really make that much of a difference. I think it's more of anything. It gets those, like, the rest of that crowd going. So everyone else is going berserk. And it's just, like, it just adds that deafening ring to the ears. Yeah, how did how did you guys think the UFC sounded without fans there? Did you notice it or or what do you think? I didn't notice because it's so stark. No, ahead, I don't know. I see. I don't think I noticed it for like a majority of the fight, but when there was just heavy, like that last the last fight where um, where Ferguson was just getting abused with like heavy heavy hits, like every single one of those punches would have been the crowd going nuts. And yeah. you just you didn't hear that. So that, I think that's when I noticed it the most was when someone just packed a huge punch and 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 delivered a hit, and there was just nobody saying anything. See, what I liked was you could actually hear how hard the punch was, whereas with, with yeah. fans there you couldn't hear it. So it's like each time, like geez, like when you saw Francis Ngannou, like basically almost murder that other guy in twenty seconds. Like when you yeah. would hear those blows, you're like, "Oh my god!" So, like in my, I'm in my seat yelling, "Stop the fight!" Because you can just hear how devastating the punches are, which where you usually yeah. don't hear. Yeah. So I this 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 also made me bring up a question that I've kind of already all already have had when I watch fights, um, but it kind of brought it closer to my attention now. Was I I've never really understood why the the trainers or the coaches, whatever the hell they're called in that sport yell exactly what they want each of their fighters to do because like aren't you then just telling the other fighter what to expect like the like the whole fight they're like keep kicking make sure you make sure you go low make sure you you jab like yeah, he doesn't know like, when he's not like go low words. right now it's not like he's yelling at a play like in like a football game or something did, did you catch the i was yelling announcers. at you to fight somebody but if you guys were fighting and i'm like one like you know I know, but if, if you're if you're if you're if I'm fighting you and your coach yells in, make sure you keep going after the legs. Then I know that you're going to keep kicking me in the legs. Yeah, but if like I scream like use your weight or something, like like it's like the other guy might know that, but like it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter. 
Well, did I, you, I just feel did, like keep going. Yeah. No. Yeah. Did you hear that? The, uh, the, I think it was Daniel Cormier was talking and he was like talking loud that the, the fighters could hear him. And Joe Rogan was like, yeah, you want me to say a little, little light, a little lower because you're basically giving this guy <laughs> pointers <laughs> so to the point of what you're saying with the coaches. Well, put him up and like, can you put him up a little bit like on a table, kind of like a little up thing, and by the way, much love trust on 2k. We love, uh, we love, Oh yeah. And, yeah, oh, appreciate that. Up. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, we love having you as a viewer. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Um, no, and, and I I agree with you. It's 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 I actually have always kind of felt like that when I like you know was first trying to get into broadcast with a little like headset thing on and like doing a high school game. There's like you know, 40 people in the stands, and you're just like, oh, that's a mess. Like you're just like sorry, <laughs> like you know, like whoop, especially when you have like your like the headphones on, like yeah, like oh <laughs> It's um. By the way, do you know my buddy actually won a national championship with Danny back in the day at Oklahoma State? Wrestling, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a wrestler at Oklahoma State. Danny Cormier, or, or Cormier, oh, okay. right? Cormier. Cormier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even talk. I'm like, Cormier. His name is like. Um. No, no, but I, you know, I, well, here's also an interesting point. Um. By by dark darkness, right? Hey. Um. But to that point, uh, NASCAR. Like they can come back pretty soon, right? By that logic, I mean when you start looking at that logic, shouldn't they be already be on the golf course? Like, shouldn't like basically say like the like the least interacting sports like NASCAR, where you're just sitting in a car, like all those types of things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the same with NASCAR though. Is you have the pit crew and everyone. Uh, That's true. Like five, five or six guys, but I mean they're not active the whole time. The only time they they could really be close is when they're changing tires on pit stops and or or, or fixing the cars. So. Yeah, in reality, NASCAR could be back. And to um, that point, you test them for their fevers, right? You put the masks on, and boom, yeah. right, there you go. Like, it's mm-hmm. the same idea. Yeah, the big thing with NASCAR, which Dark Sage was hitting on earlier, was that uh, they need fans the most because that's how they get a lot of money. And, like, yeah, there's sponsorship money, too. But, yeah, they, they do need fans a lot because NASCAR is already kind of, I feel like, is kind of teetering down with the ratings. So It's interesting. So here's one thing I've been thinking about this whole thing. I mean this, and I and, and not just for myself. I think just as all of us as sports fans in general, we have, this is an opportunity for all of us to kind of get into something. Um, right? Like, for example, uh, the English Premier League is coming back now June, June 1st. If you don't like soccer, you're still going to throw it on now. And you like, And for me, for example, I didn't like soccer growing up. And – I'm not sitting here saying like the biggest soccer fan ever, but like I enjoy watching the premiere. I'm like, wow, those guys are so good. Like they're really talented. And we're like, at least it's, I don't hate it. I don't resent it. Like I'm not like if someone's on, I'm like, are you watching that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I think NHL coming back, possibly a lot of people hate on hockey. Like all of a sudden people might be like, yo, this playoff hockey stuff's pretty cool. Right? Like people that rip on baseball. Well now baseball is the first game to come back. Everyone's like, look at, we're all like Korean baseball. Look, boy. Lote Giants, hey, I mean, to my point, right? I mean, so I think that's that's some of it, right? Like, I don't know. I feel like that'd be kind of cool. Like, like we're all getting into it. Like, if NASCAR comes back, I'll watch it. I always joke around and say, I will never get into NASCAR. Like, now I will. <laughs> yeah. Well, think about the UFC. Like, they're kind of paving the way a little bit, like in the United States, at least. You know, a lot of people, I mean, it was a pay-per-view fight, but I'm sure a ton of people tuned into the prelims. On, uh, on ESPN yeah, I did. before it was a pay per view. Yeah, yeah, we had the little pay per view. Yeah, twenty two dollars yeah, a person in a three man house. That's a, that's a good purchase. That. Yeah. So what happened? So so let's let's we never really got to this point because I I was just sitting there. I was like, you know what? It's fun to yell at the TV again for something, right? Like you know, throwing dollar bets on Fanduel, having a good time. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I made four dollars. What a night! There you <laughs> that go. next gallon of gas someday. <laughs> whenever I get that Fanduel check, when I cash out, like. <laughs> 
let's give you all that but might give you two gallons at this rate you're right yeah i can't go anywhere but that's okay um (laughs) but but right okay so so i'm a good therapist so what happened zach (laughs) well it was it was great having sports back because it put something on tv you know to watch that it actually meant something no offense to every other show out there in the world but uh I, I've been, I don't know. I've been a fan of uh, Cerrone and Cruz for like 15 years. So like, I thought Cerrone got gypped a little bit on the scorecards. I could anyway, don't dive into that. But then uh, Cruz, I thought got royally screwed. There was literally one second left in the fight and he was on his way up and then ref called it. Like put Herb Dean in there, not this other schmuck, whatever his name is. Like, I don't know. His, you know, one even knows him. Like there's no, there's certain notable refs in the UFC that are like, like that are there for title fights. And that but- was not one of them. Was this a joke or clickbait? I did see that uh, someone made a joke saying that the referee's, or I don't know if it was a joke, but they said the referee's breath smelled like alcohol or something like that. I'm assuming it was a joke. I think Cruz said something about that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, hey, wouldn't be surprised the way what he did. I wouldn't be. He might have been joking. I absolutely. I'm no. I just saw like the the headline under the tweet, so like I have no idea. I was wondering if you had it. No, I don't know. My my thing is like it's a title fight. Yeah, did he get stunned? Yes, but he was not out of it by any means. He was on his way up, and there was literally one or two seconds left before the bell rang, and then and you called it. And then Cejudo well, retires. The hell? It's, yeah, that was crazy. That but was it's weird. also with, with Cruz, it was also like it, it, it was someone jumping on your back and punching you in the back of the head. Like, you're not going to get up in, like, a millisecond. Like, yeah. you, you're going to have to fight to get up. So, like – he wasn't he wasn't out cold on the back on his back. He was yeah, yeah. Like he was in a position to try to get up and then when it got called, he actually was like physically on his way up. So yeah. I yeah, I thought that was insane too. And that's the that's the, the that's the problem with like if you bet on UFC or boxing, it's like there's so many variables that are just BS that that take over, like a dumb referee or a blind judge. I mean, you know. It's one. It's one of those things. <laughs> I kind of enjoy the bets, like like throwing like fifty cents on a knockout, just yeah, you know, like something like just so I just want them to just hit the hell out of each other or something like that, or uh, or, or or the other way, like or I actually enjoy like no knockouts, and I'm like, yo, move your feet, come on, dance, yeah. like let's go, I, I like, a, uh, hang in there, like you like I had this. a tiger I, on a loop. Yeah, I I had a three dollar parlay that both the cruise fight and that the uh, main event Ferguson fight were would both be draws. And it was three dollars to win seventy eight hundred. <laughs> it was one of those things where you knew we were gonna win, but it's like, hey, I mean, crazier things have happened, right? Yeah, you know, it's fun. I mean, we were joking around because here's the thing, right? Like Bruce, we were saying, like, if you throw a dollar on this, it's like I, I joked around. I said, I'll lose four quarters in my pocket like that. Like, so you know, like it's just fun. You know, you throw it on, you have a fun, you know. Yeah, and maybe you know, background. someday, someday, we, maybe we'll be like MJ. And we'll, like uh, that was crazy when the guy was like, you know, MJ betting ten thousand dollars is like us betting ten. I'm like. That must be nice. Like yeah. that must be nice just to have that money. Like, <laughs> like I can't imagine. Can I have a 10 real quick? Like, like you know, <laughs> please. Um, not to bet on, I just want to have it, but like yeah. um that'd be wild. I'll tell you, let me ask you this. Actually, this is a complete just off the topic, just thought. If MJ came to you though and he said, I'll give you 10 grand to bet on for me, he's like, do me a favor though. Like, can you can you win me some money? Cause I'll I'll make it worth your while and I'll pay you. When you come home, if if you make this something worth my while, where are you? What are you playing? Are you betting it on sports? Are you betting it like on the blackjack table? Like, what would you? What are you like? Michael Jordan just gave me ten grand. Like, what am I doing with it? I would love to play blackjack with ten grand. Yeah, 
Like, are you going hard on the think, hands or are you think just about the, think about the adrenaline you would get like doubling down on like a three thousand dollar hand bet you know like like you see the dealer has a rush is that the word you use you see the dealer has a five showing and you have like in your throne a uh what if you have three you have a set yeah you have a three and a seven just like hitting and you're just like you hit on that you get oh that's like one of the best feelings in the world when you get dealt like a three and a seven or like a seven and four and the dealer's got like a three showing and you're like double down and then you know let's go to town a lot electronic blackjack he'll get screwed but real blackjack he might not <laughs> remember uh when I, we stayed oh go ahead we got i got a pick for him Ooh. I, I think it would work when the nba comes back and the sixers play the celtics in the opening series we'll bet, bet on the celtics because <laughs> sixers aren't winning that no no they're not they're not what by the way what is this whole like thing out of left field that everyone's just like i guess forgotten the sixers suck and it's like yeah, been like yeah, two months, like, and everyone's like, like, "Oh, by the way, you don't want to put the sixer." Oh, they <laughs> like, come back; they're going to be healthy. Al Horford's going to you know, magically hit all of his three pointers that he missed the whole. Brett Brown's not going to suck yeah. as a coach, Chad. How about yeah, that? No turnovers yeah. either. They're not going to average like nineteen turnovers a game like they always do. Like that only goes yeah. up in the playoffs, and, not down. And, and, and beat and beat's going to play down low and never shoot a three. Ben Simmons is going to shoot only threes. Like, yeah, we're going to be the perfect team. You know what's interesting, and I, I chat. I want, well, I want both of you guys' takes, but chat. I'll, I'll throw this to you, right? Like you, I know, like you know, when we chat basketball, some of your friends from from high school, they one of the points they drive at is they think that the game wasn't as good back then. Like the players weren't as good. They, I think they, you said they used the term like they played against mailmen back in the day. Uh-huh. And 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 I I can't right, I can't sit here and actually confirm or deny like which genre, if you will, basketball was better. Which the nineties, the two thousands, like right, like you know, I you know so. I will say this though, and I I really thought about this about six minutes before the show started. Uh-huh. They all hate Charles Barkley, the Sixers, and I think yeah because like he understands the gut like they whatever this the MJ had that's exactly what the Sixers do not have like they do not have that like he would be the guy that's like I need to like rip all these guys like a new one kind of like what Jimmy Butler was supposed to do but he's not Michael Jordan but to that point like. I kind of I, I I step back and I I ooh, look at that just moving the pop filter around I I just I hate this team and I think to myself I think their genre was better because like what Charles Barkley's saying he's like they're soft they think they're great they play like hot dogs they do everything he says is right and then they're pissed off they're like oh, I hate Charles Barkley what the hell does he know what does he know he's right like yeah well I don't know here's the thing you we saw last night. Um, I don't know. Michael Jordan lost the playoff series kind of later in his career. And a uh, guy by the name of Shaquille O'Neal was on the opposite team, wasn't he, Karen? He was pretty good. Same guy, Shaquille O'Neal, ate up the Sixers in the 0-1 finals for breakfast. Um, even in game one, though, the only game we won, Shaq, I think, had like 40 points. Penny Hardway was pretty um, good, too. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, like, like, do right? We like, that, I'm like, just adding. I'm just, I'm with you. No, I'm just adding to like, it. Like, so here's here's my point that I always throw in when people bring up that mailman or garbage man comment. It's like right now the league is probably thirty or forty percent of players that should be in the G League. They get minutes in the regular season games and even sometimes in the playoffs if they're teams like the HC. Because like, there's low maintenance and blah, 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 blah. Well, yeah, like these guys are running like just, play, seven deep. Yeah, and just to like go through an 82-game season, 
like guys that shouldn't be in the NBA are getting NBA minutes. So like, but there's also a billion stars in the league now, just like there was back then. So I, I, I don't understand that argument because like the only thing that's different now is that the better players are more athletic than they were in the nineties. But at the same point, there were more good teams back then. But but hold on. But think about this. Like the better players right now are more athletic than the better players were back then. But at the same point, the worst players right now are more athletic than the worst players were back then. So like the athleticism has just gone up, no matter if it's a good player. or Right. That's just being a product of the environment that you're in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So like, to, to come out here and just say that Jordan played nobody is a completely lazy comment. It's, it's lazy. Yeah, it's so, it is so lazy. Yeah. I mean, so, sorry, that's, that's my rant. No, no, you're right. Cause and like you're saying, every team was had the talent was more spread out in Jordan's era. Whereas now, again, I always go back to the whole LeBron thing. Now they're only on four teams. So it's like, of course, like it, it's just so different now. Like the, the talent was much more spread out and now it's just like everyone forms and plays together and there's only a handful anymore. So you can't argue that. You can't say – no one can say that Jordan played. Le- LeBron LeBron lost the finals to J.J. Barea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. J.J. Barea. Can I ask a question real quick, too? It's like, like – and I'm not trying six? to rip LeBron. Yeah. I'm not trying to, like, reopen this at the end of the show. But it's like, why – why do they – Chad, why do they die on that hill? They love dying on that finals hill. Oh, man. He went to – what was it, eight straight? Was it eight or nine? Was it eight? I think it was eight, but I think really it was eight. I'm pretty sure it was just eight. Either yeah, exactly. It's like <sighs> what difference is make? All we were li- like, and it's funny. There's like, like wait, that's the crowd that would probably be the first one to be like, "Oh man, are you handing out a participation trophy over there?" Like, and I'm like, "You're the one handing out a participation trophy over there." Like, yeah. what? When did? Okay, let me know. All right, if I say well, it's real quick, the Sixers win. If the Sixers go to the NBA Finals and don't win, do you feel do you feel good? Well, that's no. the same. yeah, that's the same. That's the same crowd that just sits on and dies on the hill every season. That the Sixers won fifty games, so like we're good. Like, yeah, I know we're good. I can see us that we're good. The, the problem. When do is, they feel pain? The, the can problem- I drink whatever Kool Aid they're drinking that numbs it? Because like I honestly, like I don't, I don't know how you don't see it. Like how do you not see the light? Everyone's aware that the Sixers are talented and a very good basketball team. The problem that we all get very upset about is they can't get over that hump because they, they just won't do it. No, so it's hard stopping them. So like, oh man, it just that it gets me so worked up because like people would just sit there and act like you're stupid. You're like, oh man, like you don't think the Sixers are good? Like, no, I know the Sixers are good, but I know they could be so much think, freaking better. You think Phil Jackson would come out of retirement to, to help us out? You don't want him. We already had that that trial run. No, no, no. I was the president, and and you know, you're also like you know, they poison the the you know everything in. Yeah, the whole poison is rough, dude. I don't know. Do we like do we, I don't like I don't know. David Blatt. Uh, I feel like the culture now too in the NBA is like, oh, fire the coach. Like, right? Like anyone that comes in here and pushes and pushes the guys is gonna is gonna get better results than we have now. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, I agree. Also, let's push everyone to to get you know give us an old follower, maybe a little subscription. Let me pull up the old um let's do a little follow. So if you wanna give us a little follow uh on sidetrack, you can just join us right there on the channel. It's in the top right corner there. And if uh you're feeling better, which we would love, give us a subscription. We'd love uh we'd love it. Um you can do if you have Amazon Prime, it's actually taken care of, which you can't see in that little small little video there. But uh like I said, if you have Prime, 
uh, you can check us out there. You know, why don't I just scroll time sick? I know I pulled up the put up the social media thing. I don't know why I'm like doing the car thing today. I just like have my arm over the futon tonight doing the show. Just <laughs> laid back Mondays, right? Um, but all right, real quick. So social media, if you want to give us a follow there on Instagram uh, and Twitter, it's at underscore get sidetracked. Twitch, uh, like I said, if you're watching us on our site, you can check us out on Twitch. Uh, our channel is get underscore get sidetracked. Uh, and if you're watching us on Twitch, check out the, check out the website. I need to start writing some articles. I know I, I say that every single week. Um, Zach, you had some good ones on there. Uh, all right, you know what? Work hopefully is gonna slow down for me, and then uh, I'll get some out there. And hopefully, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll get this little fight night on Wednesday. Maybe I'll get some picks out. There you Line go. picks, yeah, it'll be fun. Oh. But also Spotify and iTunes uh, to check us out there as well. Yeah, now I'm ready. It's gonna be fun, Zach. Let's get back to it, man. I got four dollars. I want, man. I'm trying to throw hard there on you. Go, double down, on. baby. Gallon of gas. Who needs it? Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. Gas up. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Awesome. Well, thank everyone for listening and commenting. It was, this is great. You know, like I said, well, thank Caden for the subscription. Uh, Trust you on K. Uh, Dark uh, Dark Age nine one one seven and and Iris Tequila Master. All the comments were great. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So we'll be back on the air tomorrow, uh, Tuesday at seven Eastern time, um, and we'll be chatting a lot. So you know, shoot it, homework, boys. Like I said, that Alex Smith documentary tonight. Let's mm, we'll chat about that. Right. Zach. I'll, I'll, I'll feel like I'm at work. I'm like, I'll set you up with that. I'll send that over to you after this. Yeah, yeah send me the meeting notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No problem. I'll send the meeting minutes for, the, for, that, for Project 11. Um, but perfect. Yeah, this is great. And uh, yeah, I hope everyone has a great night. And uh, we'll see you right back here in the living room tomorrow night. Yeah. Cheers, Cheers folks.